Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. All right, we are 47 and 46 on the season. As Shime and I discussed on Tuesday, absent of Mutt, we are Deshaun Jackson. We were Deshaun Jackson running into the end zone, celebrating and throwing the ball down before it broke the goal line and uh, the other team recovering because we came away with a fat two and seven week. Kudos mm. to Mutt, kudos to Shime. You guys got the two. I mm. contributed three to that right column there. And uh, I am pissed off because of my own three week because I, as you will find out, the post show show, I did some logistics. Logistical things wrong here today, and uh, Mutt and his friends are being very mean to me on Twitter. Yeah, it's it's a day to drag John Anderson, and these are fun days, Shime. You know when John Beautiful posts day. a really col- a column that you just you wake up at seven o'clock, the kids are eating some breakfast, watching some PBS Kids, and you're like, oh, who wrote a column at weei.com today? You see an Anderson headline, and go, okay, now we're in for a fun day. And so, so John gets dragged a little bit, the commander of comedy, as the people are calling him online, who decides. What's funny and what's not after a certain amount of time? I, like I believe that I'm the, the, the I'm power the, job. I think I'm the harbinger of comedy because I, I haven't really checked <laughs> in on this in a while because that that was the earliest in the morning I've ever been dragged before. Matt. That was like 7.30 a.m. Hannibal's been scheduling these columns to fire off earlier and earlier. They try to get the clicks going before the sun comes up, apparently, on EEI.com. But the, the, problem I have, the problem I have here is that the jokes weren't funny, but I think by me pointing out they aren't funny, it's going to inspire a new generation of comics, and they're, the joke's now going to evolve. And if I'm the butt of that, then so be it. But well, if, you, if the, the jokes reality, aren't funny, then sure. The reality is tonight, now we need one thing. We need Patriots 28, uh, Falcons 3-year final. We need that as the final score <laughs> that would be incredible. on Thursday Night Football to, to have an all-timer, right? That's how we take it to the next It's great, though, because it's distracting people from the fact that in the column I wrote the day before, I said the Falcons were 4-6, and six, and they're, in fact, 4-5. and five. Yes. And I don't think anybody noticed that until well, I you pointed know what? it out people, myself. Thank goodness. So. Well, I, you know what it is? People are so so used to errors in our, our website that they just they I know. their show. There's that one ball. dude who like makes it his mission to call to call out every every typo. Yep. I, I think I muted him in August of 2008. 18. As far as I know, he like keeps because every once in a while you'll get the one reply and then you, you hit like reveal and then there's just nothing there. So I, I assume that's him, just but no, I, don't, him. I don't actually see it. It's like uh, it's like insidious. It's like the monster that just isn't there. So <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> all right, anyways, and Shime, correct me if the line has moved since I put this on my piece of paper. The Patriots are at the Falcons tonight on Thursday night football. Six and a half point spread. Correct. Correct. Wow. Depending it's six and a half, seven, depending on where you look. Over under forty seven. 
Uh, 47. 47. Uh, I am on the Patriots in this, but I am 0-3. So, Shime, I will give you the first word. Uh, I I think I'm going to take Atlanta in the points here, uh, and I'm actually going to go over as well. Uh, this isn't my one of my picks for the week, but this is how I'm feeling about this game. I may actually end up betting this. I think the Ooh. Patriots win. I think- <laughs> oh, I mean, let me hop in. You're going to bet this game. I, you already texted me today you're betting this game. Let's so keep it in mind. Let's keep it in mind. You're betting this game today, Shine. Don't pretend you're not betting it. <laughs> so, but, uh, something, so something you also missed on Tuesday was we went over the tale of Icarus, the boy who flew too close to the sun, <laughs> also played by Rob Stark in uh, The Eternals. And uh, this went unchallenged last week. I bet on the Falcons. I bet on the Falcons last week, and I went 0-3. I challenged it. That's on you. That's on you. Well. You didn't challenge me enough because you yeah, let me do it. You should have pried my phone out of my hands and, and put a stop on my bank account. Well, if, no, you bet you bet on the over under, and I bet on the still, I bet on no, the opposite still, side. Still, just any game. I told you. Putting I any said it would go of, under, and I was any, right. Putting any sort of money into a game involving the Atlanta Falcons is the rule. It doesn't matter. But if I you, hit. You can be How is that wrong? I hit because you're not supposed to do it. But I did it, and I I, I hit. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, good we, for we you, need winners. Yeah. we need winners. Good for we you, need Sean. Winners in this you look podcast. happy and healthy. We need How winners. about me? Damn right. I should, you know. But anyways, I I think if you the ever Patriots care to ask. I I think the Patriots win this game. Uh, I think it's going to be something like 27-23, probably right around that four point game. I think the Patriots end up winning. But I think there's going to be points. I think this goes over. Uh, Matt Ryan, the last couple of weeks, he's had this thing where he goes, he's he has a really good game, then he plays like shit. Has a really good game, plays like shit. It's time for a really good game. He Played like crap against uh, the Dallas Cowboys last week. He was the worst I think I've ever seen him play. I think he bounces back. He's also the most profitable qu- – profitable. I couldn't say this word earlier either. Cool. The most profitable quarterback on short rest in the NFL right now, 19-7 and against the spread. Um, it, I just I think it's a good spot for them to cover. I just think the Patriots are better. So I think the Patriots win. Uh, I'm more confident in the over than I am uh, the plus 6.5 there. But uh, I if – if I'm picking, I'm going Falcons uh, and the over here. Yeah, if I play this game tonight, which I will, it'll be uh, using the Patriots as the first piece of a teaser heading into the weekend yes. uh, where they are right now. If I was Flipping betting the up. game outright, it would be on the Falcons plus the points just historically. Uh, home team, dog, And you get it at plus week. 100 right now, too. It's yeah, money. And it'd be probably because everyone's betting him in New Hampshire, which is fine. And I'll give you a player prop for tonight. Russell Gage. Uh, I-, I like his over 42.5 receiving yards and his over 3.5 catches. Uh, he's just a guy that I think is going to be left alone. They're going to put all their eggs in the basket of, let's make sure we stop Kyle Pitts. Gage 101 in the slot. I think he'll have a big game. Patriots probably win, but fa- I'll pick the Falcons and the points if we are talking about betting the game directly with some Russell Gage uh, player props and some captaining in DFS tonight on draft. I also love, uh, Mud. I gave these props out on uh, Gresham Keefe as well. I love the Ramondre Stevenson over rush yards. Even if Damian Harris is fully good from the concussion and plays tonight, I think they kind of split carries. I think going forward, you're going to see a lot of both backs getting action. Like, Stevenson will have 10 rushes tonight. I think his over-under on rushes is 8. I would take the over on that. Uh, his rush yards is 36.5. I go over on that. Uh, and then also a kicker prop for you if you will, whoa, if whoa. you'll allow me. Youngway Koo, over one and a half field goals is plus 125. I, I just if, if you think there's going to be points scored in this game, which I am on that side, I, I think Youngway Koo will kick a couple field goals, and so I am uh, in on that. I'm surprised Stevenson's total for rushing yards tonight is only 36. It's so low. Thank, thank you for pointing that out. It'll be part of uh, same game parlay now. I've got to put that together for this afternoon. But uh, so we got some player props from action. Should be, good. Cool. Should be good. All right. Well, my, my on this game, this, this will go as my first pick as well, oh. is that I am going to follow logic, which may be illogical because this NFL season has been the most illogical season as far mm-hmm. as underdogs and Ass such backwards. ever. Uh, 
back ass words, some, some might say, Sean. Mm. Uh, New England tables. minus six and a half. I will take uh, the pa- logic says that the Patriots should continue to they let they light they lit up great oh defenses, and now they are playing literally the shittiest defense in the league by like any metric aside from AJ <laughs> Terrell that you can get your hands on. And they so so theoretically they should blow doors, score a lot of points. Uh, the spread would basically just come down to whether or not the Falcons can do well against the Patriots defense. And I don't think they're going to be able to, especially without Cordero Patterson. Sneaky little storyline as well is that Hayden Hurst has an ankle. So, like, any th- any threat of, like, other player besides Kyle Pitts is sort of, like, eliminated now at this point. Especially since Kyle uh, Hayden Hurst is more of their tight end than Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts lines up out wide more at a higher rate than any other tight end in the NFL. And it's, like, not really that close either. It's weird. He... We need to come to a point where he's not listed as a tight end. Like that's going to be a debate within fantasy circles, probably this off season. I bet. Yeah. But I mean, as long as the team lists him as a tight end, I, I guess that's how they're going to roll with it. Calvin Ridley, obviously out. So I like, yeah, I like the Patriots six and a half in this game. Atlanta's got the second most penalized defense in the league as well. Uh, in addition to them just being extremely shitty, so uh, take me. I'll t- I will take Patriots six and a half uh, for my first pick. Mutter Shine, which one of you would like to go? Mutt, first? go ahead. I'll go first. The most public game of the week is going to be this four twenty five game. One of these. This is a nice week for the Patriots not to play because there's some excellent games I think on the board maybe you guys disagree from a football and gambling and watching standpoint I'm going to take Kansas City at home laying two and a half against the Cowboys my okay. dumb brain sees Kansas City at home laying less than a field goal like I automatically want to yep, bet the game like, that's just how it works I'm sorry I'm a basic uh, fish that's what I want to do by the way Dallas banged up I'll give you a couple reasons besides just my stupidity no Randy Gregory uh, no DeMarcus Lawrence. Neither one's going to play. And I was looking at some of the offensive line stuff, which I know John looks at more than I do. But this guy for Kansas City, Creed Humphrey, awesome. as, a, as a rookie, he's ranked as like a top three center right now. And so I felt with a banged-up defensive line, uh, there's bound to be some regression to the mean for Kansas City. They turned the ball over a lot. They're 26th in interception rate, 32nd in giveaways. That's not... That's not going to stay that way. It's going to go back the other way. It's Kansas City against a banged-up front for Dallas in a back-and-forth game. I want the home team, Kansas City, minus 2.5. Yeah, uh, so I, I don't blame you for taking Kansas City less than a field goal. It's unbelievably enticing. I'm staying away from this game. This is, I'm not, I'm not going to touch this game at all this weekend. I'm not going to – any wow. aspect. No props, no betting, nothing. I just want to be able to sit down and watch it because I think this is going to be the best game of the weekend. Um, I do kind of expect a lot of points, though. I, I You know – Logic would indicate there should be a lot of points scored in this game. I don't think John has made the point that this Dallas defense is a bit overrated, and I tend to agree with him. I think they're only as good as the turnovers they get. I got dragged online for that one, too. Yeah, you saw last week that Patrick Mahomes didn't turn the ball over. He threw five touchdowns against Vegas. I don't think Dan Quinn is going to be smart enough to defend Patrick Mahomes the way he should defend Patrick Mahomes. So I think he's going to be fine. I think this I think this game is going to be ripe for fantasy players everywhere. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. But I am... I am just going to stay away because okay. I don't want to root against who has been the best quarterback in my opinion in football this year, and that's Dak Prescott. I don't, I don't think, I don't want to bet against him, um, but I also don't want to get bet against Patrick Mahomes. So I and and logic would indicate points should go over, but the way this NFL season has been, it will probably go under, and so I'm not touching this game at all. I just can't do it. It is logical to bet on the illogical. In the NFL this year, and that's what I'm about to do with my first. Although Mutt, did you, Mutt made a pick. All right, my first pick. I've already I'm, made a pick. Yeah, but my second pick. Sorry, I haven't even pick. made a Chime pick. Not made just, a pick yet, oh, well, he just he talks for like nine minutes when the rest of us make. I picks. try to support Mutt's pick. <laughs> Jesus, you know, so it sounds pick. like it's called a Chime's podcast. Up. Okay, well, go straight to your damn pick then. Why are you being quiet? 
I wasn't being quiet. I was just finishing my you point. Stopped someone and you stopped stared me down game. like you were waiting for me to pick up the slang. Oh, so. my Atlanta. All Holy right. smokes. Uh, my first pick here is uh, the team that I'm going to – or the game that I'm going to bet on, uh, Green Bay at Minnesota. Ah! Whoa. Okay, uh, I'm going to bet on this Green Bay at Minnesota game. Uh, all year, Green Bay has played to the under. They are 8-2 and two on the under, and oh. I'm going to go against that. I'm going to bet on the over this week, 48 points. I think Minnesota has kind of – I mean, last week they showed you something. Like, they can they can do some things offensively. Green Bay's defense also, statistically, actually hasn't even been that good. Um, they're like – 20th in the league in allowing first downs or a touchdown on every drive uh, percentage-wise. So they're actually low-key kind of bad, and yet for some reason these point totals are going under, and I assume that's because the offense has just been possessing the ball and doing a really good job of that. But I think Minnesota's going to score points. I think they're going to score points on this Green Bay defense, uh, especially at home. I think they want to beat this Green Bay team. They need to to keep their playoff hopes alive. Uh, So it's almost a bit of a kitchen sink game from Minnesota, if you will. Um, and, and so I kind of expect points to get scored in this game. I'm going to go over 48 Green Bay at Minnesota. And it's interesting that you say that, Sean, because this is actually the game that I was going to say I am logically, illogically picking the Minnesota Vikings. Because when I looked oh! at this, when I looked at this, I was like, "Oh, Packers, basically a pick 'em against the Vikings. I'll take the Packers." But what 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 is my favorite stat in the world, Mutt? Do you know? Do you know what my favorite uh, stat in the world is? Defensive passer rating. No, Mike Zimmer outdoors oh. and on the road. Well, I love that one, but That's this a... is home. This is a home game. Oh, oh so pass rush win rate. I bring it up oh, all the time, yeah, and every time I've invoked it in the in the uh, context of the Minnesota Vikings this season, it has always been that they are one of the worst teams in it. Well, now they are twenty second in that, so they are getting better. That's why it's important to keep up with this stuff as the season goes along. Because yes, they were bad at it at the beginning of the year. So was the Titans' defense sucked in the first three weeks too. And, and now Jeffrey now, Simmons is awesome. They're like a top ten defense in the league now. I'd say yeah. Vikings' defense is getting better. They are your sack leader. They are fourth in pressure rate, twenty two in rising in uh, pass rush win rate. Like I like I just. Uh, I just pointed out they, they're getting Patrick Peterson back this week as well. As Shime, I love all your points about the Packers' defense. I echo those as well. We're going to cut it. I'm going to replay those right here. <laughs> I'm not actually going to do that. One thing, but if you <laughs> so only taking account the last four weeks of the season, so recency, Kirk Cousins is the first off whole season. He is your low interception leader amongst quarterbacks. You're not turning the ball over. He is also has the least of your normal starting quarterbacks. You can find like a like a Colt McCoy, I think is better, but that doesn't count. He, he's not a real person. Uh, pressures converted into sacks. Kirk Cousins is the Kirk Cousins is the lowest in the league. Yeah, he doesn't get sacked. This is essentially this game. Like I said, essentially a pick 'em. I think Rodgers could get sacked only if maybe a few times. He's Rodgers. He's good at getting away. Uh, at maneuvering the pocket to avoid those snacks. Uh, snacks. <laughs> I sound like Shime. Not good at avoiding snacks. Uh, and Kirk Cousins is not getting sacked. I, I've never, I don't think I've ever bet on the Vikings to win a game, especially against the Packers, but I'm betting on the Vikings in this one. Give me Vikings uh, plus one at home. Plus one and a half Packers. now. There you go. You get plus the half one point. And a half. There oh. we go. Give me the one point. A little bit of leeway there. So, uh, Mutt, go ahead. Before I make my pick, I just got an email um, hot off the presses from the great state of New snacks. Hampshire. Oh, their October numbers are in for sports betting. Ooh, ooh, let me hear them. In September, Shime, they they bet a record sixty eight point one million in New Hampshire. What yes. do you think they bet in October? Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, let's go seventy five million. You're only eighteen million short. Ninety eight point one <laughs> million dollars bet. Do I have this right? Hold on, let me check this. That's ninety eight point one. No, oh, ninety eight point one million dollars in bets That's in October. Insane. 
It's an 87% increase from year to year. That's insane. Almost, I mean, it's almost $100 million in Little New Hampshire. A little New Hampshire. Okay, I'll say this for my show tonight because you guys talked about it. This is uh, free, free money for the state, Mud. You, yeah. you will hear Crash more yelling about it yesterday on Mud at night tonight. Instead, yes, they're I... trying to do the thing where they put in uh, they put in cameras at at traffic lights like Rhode Island does. So if you run it, it just automatically <laughs> bills you for it. So dumb. That's a, did I ever tell you guys the story of what happened to my old roommate in not, in Rhode not Island? Not now. Let's say no. Like, this is, I, I think this I, is I a good te- one. I have a teacher parent conference at two thirty. I got te- parent teacher Zoom conference at two thirty. Oh shit! Okay. Then go ahead. Can I make a make pick? Your, right? Make, yeah, your, make, make your, pick. your last pick. Make your last pick. Well, make both last I have second right picks. Oh, hold on. I want to listen. I, I said I make them both. Picks too. <laughs> I don't want to make both. You I'm got parent-teacher conferences. Do you care about your children? He's got five minutes. He's got time. Gosh. Go ahead, Mark. Okay. Uh, I never been on this team uh, out in the Northwest, the Seattle Vikings? Seahawks. Oh. But they're getting <laughs> they're getting two points uh, at home against Arizona, and I and I have to. Like I get it. Seattle's not good this year, and this might be like this might be their season or bust. But Kyler's he practiced it. It's Thursday. He practiced today, and then afterwards again. The what's his name? The what's with not Cliff. Hunt Cliff Cliff the the, the, the model male Kings model guy. the male model might not be a good coach. Okay, that might guy. not be. Um, he said, "Well, we, he's close, but we know we have a bye week, so they're either going to put a hobble Kyler Murray out there." Or Colt McCoy is going to play. Seattle's defense held Green Bay to 17 points last week. They had the winning effort. It was Russell Wilson who played poorly in his first game off of injury. I'm expecting Russ to bounce back. And how about this first stat? Russell Wilson has never lost three games in a row. Never. In, the, in his NFL career. He also he never wins. missed a game. He loses this one. He loses three in a row. It's not going to happen. I love the idea of also maybe getting this uh, maybe a little bit uh, before we find out Colt McCoy is going to play. Give me Seattle plus two at home against Arizona to save their season, Chris Scheib. Well, I'm against you first off, Mud, on this oh, one. Oh, so, But I very. this is a very specific, oh. if Kyler Murray plays, you bet the okay. Cardinals in this game. Okay. Cardinals okay. defense second in DVOA. I know Russ played like crap, but the Seahawks are a bad team. They are horrible. They were so, every if if this player progresses, if this player is good, going into the season has turned out in the negative direction. Russell Wilson also, I don't think he's going to bounce back because he clearly came back too early from an injury that he was supposed to be out for like three months and he came back in two weeks. He's not ready. I, I have finger injuries, Mutt. I know that I can relate to Russell Wilson. <laughs> and I'll say Russell Wilson, kind of a little wuss, kind of a little wuss thinking he can't play with a, with a little fingy. But I will say if Kyler Murray plays, you bet Arizona minus two FC Seattle is my is my last pick. If they don't, my last pick is New Orleans at Philly. Sean. Uh, so uh, speaking of New Orleans at Philly, I'm actually uh, I'm going to do something I never thought I would do. Uh, I'm going to take the Vikings? The, no. I'm going to take the Philadelphia Eagles laying a, a point and a half uh, at home for the New Whoa. Orleans Saints. Uh, this Philly team is kind of rolling. Uh, the offensively over the last four weeks, they're one of the best in football. Jalen Hurts seems to be in a rhythm. Um, he seems to be playing great. Devontae Smith and him have hooked up for a ton of yards and uh, I think three touchdowns over the last two weeks. Devontae Smith has had 20-plus fantasy points last two weeks, so uh, another sneaky value play there this week. Uh, I-, I think this Philly offense is pretty good, and Darius Slay has been awesome this year. I just think New Orleans kind of is in free fall right now. Uh, the Trevor Simeon era has not been kind to them, or the Taysom Hill era, however you want to look at it. Uh, Alvin Kamara still banged up. Don't even know if he's going to play yet. It may be Mark Ingram toting the ball the whole time for the Saints, who, in my opinion, is just, he's just old. He's just not 
that good anymore. It just kind of is what it is. Uh, I, I think Philly is kind of on a roll there. They're feeling good about themselves, and I think they're going to continue that at home uh, against the Saints. What, your final pick? Oh, you made all three picks already. I was writing yep. down my picks, John. I, oh, I, we can't really go ahead well, you, you and you, you have 90 seconds till conferences. No, anyway, so. I, I, well, no it's, he can it's, make it's a, a Zoom conference. Oh, I they can, can wait. <laughs> my wife's got the computer on. So hopefully, I don't know. She, whatever. Um, yeah, I, I got two in front of me here. I'm going to go with the total here. I'm going to take the over uh, Cincinnati Vegas 50 and a half. Okay. Uh, and I, I'll give you a couple reasons why. So Cincinnati has really picked up their their passing in the last month or so. They're a very slow team to start, and it feels like they're letting Joe Burrow throw the ball more. They're up to 69 percent in uh, passing and situational neutral pass rate right now, uh, which is in the middle part of the league. They were one of the worst teams in the league to start the year, according to Pat Thorman. They combined for about 127 plays per game. By the way, so did the Raiders. And then what I like doing, Shai, maybe you like doing this too, I like to look at the DVOA pass defenses. Like, can these two teams give up a bunch of points? They're 21st and 22nd, respectively, in pass defense DVOA. Cincinnati off the bye. Their offense is healthy. I'm hoping for a shootout. I'm hoping that Raiders offense that couldn't show up against Kansas City shows up here. I want a back-and-forth game. And I think this is an interesting game. It is a late game on Sunday. You know, if you're playing Daily Fantasy, my only thought this week is that you can pivot to this game if you're down in the early games. Everyone's everyone's playing Dallas, Kansas City, like Chime said. You can pivot late and do some late swap. This game has some juice to it. Give me the over 50.5 Cincy and Vegas. Hopefully a high-scoring game for me. My last pick here, uh, a bit of a spite pick, a bit of a uh, probably overreactionary pick to a stat I saw. So here it is. I'm going to take the New York Giants plus 11 at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Monday Night Football, and here's why. Tom Brady. 0 Sucks. and 11 against the spread in his last 11 games <laughs> played at 8 p.m. on the East Coast. That's true. That's a true what stat. What is it? Say that again. Tom Can Brady. we narrow that down? Does, does that stat go back to like 2002 or something? Uh, no, I think it goes window. back like the last three, two or three years. Tom Brady, 0 and 11 uh, at, at, in games played at 8 p.m. on the East Coast. With a his crescent last 11 moon. Games. Yeah. I, it's just, I'm just... I, it's wow. a stat I saw. It was crazy. Brady has been bad. There's this trend going. It's been going around for a while now. Brady's just been bad in uh, primetime games in general. Um, he, he doesn't cover spreads. It's not that they lose. He just doesn't cover spreads. I'm getting 11 points here with the New York Giants team that's actually been kind of frisky. Um, they were they kept it close with Kansas City for a while. Uh, I think overall the Giants offense has been pretty good. I kind of expect Daniel Jones to be really good this week. He might be, if you're looking for a quarterback in fantasy, he might be a streamable option, especially after what Taylor Heineke did to Tampa Bay last week. And overall Tampa Bay just hasn't been great. The last few games, they lose to New Orleans, go into the bye. Coming out of a bye, you expect them to be great against a horrible Washington defense that played basically the entire game without Chase Young, by the way, and they were terrible. They weren't good. Brady threw two picks in the first quarter. Uh, I just, uh, Tampa Bay, for whatever reason, seems in a bit of dysfunction, and I'm going to try and play off of that, especially with Tom Brady's bad primetime record. I'm going with uh, the Giants, plus 11 at Tampa Bay. Wow. All right, Mud, give us the recap before you ditch. Uh, I got Kansas City laying two and a half against Dallas. I got Seattle plus two against Arizona, which if, if Kyler plays, can we do a heads up bet for sure. a four-pack yeah. or something or whatever? Four pack what, of, yeah. what are you drinking now, like red wine, white wine? What's the what's the late night? Uh, red wine a... that is left in a bush by a listener of yours. <laughs> Although it's that, be careful with that. I'm just While listening to Taylor Swift's I st- red, I st- Taylor's I, Oh, congratulations on the gift you got, by the way. From the folks Thank up you. at Mix. That was awesome. I was very Oh, happy yeah, no. That. Everyone's tweeting like, oh, my God, look at Alex Cooper. Got a little red box. Like, yeah, so did fucking John Anderson. So <laughs> producer of local radio show got a, got a red yeah. box and has a Cut. handwritten letter, too. So 
columnist for uh, columns that get dragged weekly on wei.com. Then I'll take the over uh, 50 and a half since in Las Vegas. And again, you're fooling around tonight's Patriots game. Russell Gage props shine. Russell Love it. Gage I'm here for it. props. If, if Kyler Murray plays, we're doing a heads up at Anderson. Let's find out Sunday. We'll text back and forth. All right, cool. All right, thank you, Mutt. Enjoy your parent-teacher conferences. And, of course, tell your child, to the sea to the child, you too can host a late-night show. He left. He's gone. <laughs> Good for him. And to the sea students, you too can be president. <laughs> uh, Shime, your recap. Uh, my quick recap for you. I got the over 48 Green Bay at Minnesota. I got Philadelphia laying a point and a half uh, at home for the New Orleans Saints. And I got the New York Giants getting 11 points at Tampa Bay. I've got the Patriots winning and covering. The Arizona Cardinals, if Kyler Murray plays, winning and covering. If he does not play, I am on the Saints. And I've got the Minnesota Vikings plus one and a half we're at there uh, against the Packers at home. So, uh, like I said, we were we were flirting with 60%. We may have flirted a bit too much, and we are now, like the U.S. Senate, we are 50% plus one, 47 and 46 <laughs> on the season. So, yes, we are. All right. Uh, Shine, this is a family. It doesn't seem like it sometimes, but it allegedly is. Uh, and there are many other podcasts on this network, including... Including the Hashtag Dork Podcast. They just did their latest podcast on Squid Games, which is an excellent show on Netflix, the most watched show on Netflix ever. Uh, I highly recommend going and watching that and then listening to the podcast if you haven't done that already. We also have the Skate Pod, middle of hockey season. They're probably doing a lot of great stuff over so there. So they, they just put an episode out yesterday, and it's going to be relevant for two more days Love because it. the Bruins haven't played in a month. Yep, so. they don't play Yeah, they don't play for another So get on days. that. By the way, off-day podcast, during that podcast, Andy Hart came and he shoved his face against the glass. Your back is to the glass so you couldn't see it. Fabulous. I flipped him off with my crooked finger. Perfect. Naturally, and so. Uh, so Andy Hart, Ryan Hannibal, they'll react to Patriots-Falcons immediately following the game tonight. So you'll be able to get that probably first thing tomorrow morning uh, and, and all weekend show. if you need it. And then Brad Foe Show. Yeah, was it a Joe Kelly week or a Josh Beckett week? I think it was a Beckett week. I think it was Beckett week. I walked in on him doing a conference call in the back yesterday, oh. uh, and I said, Sup, Brad? He Brad was ass naked. And he turned around, and he goes, points at his phone. I go, oops, my bad. Uh-oh. So, Sorry. bad job by me. Sorry, Rob. Sorry. Anyways, hopefully we stay uh, above water here, and we will be back next Tuesday with the recap. Stay tuned for how we uh, approach next week because of Thanksgiving. Yes. We may have may get a little we may get a little uh, little squirrely with how we how we approach the the podcast with the Thanksgiving week. So, anyways, shine. Say bye. Bye. Late night. Yeah, night football. I'm old. Nice twelve hour day for your boy. Station needs you around. Keep sure. us afloat. Keep us afloat. You know, can I say I'm here seven days a week, Mutt? So, except this week, are I'm you here right on now? Sunday? Yeah, I mean, normally when we're on NFL Sunday, I'm here seven days a week. But you know, you're not, not doing. Oh, you're not doing an NFL Sunday at all Sunday? No, we don't have wow. to because uh, uh, we're doing NFL Sunday tonight, which is nice because I think it's like three of the next four Sundays I won't have to work, which is awesome. I can nice. actually sleep in one day. There you go. Right, I'm here. Sorry for making you wait. I put That's nine okay. reads for our show into the MF binder by accident. Boom. So, and then I threw my arms up and almost punched a wall. So, take a breath. Don't, let's not get angry. It's we okay. are getting angry, and we're getting angry in three, two, one.